The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 341 today. Chamsundula and the Rebels. Planch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rousers. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we're going to kick off wishing a happy birthday to one that uh, we did not get around to last week. You know, sometimes I amaze even myself. This pretty well has nothing to do with you, Solo. I don't know what you're chiming in for. Anyway, it was uh, the birthday of Daniel Logan last week, and if the name doesn't ring a bell for you, I'll ring the bell for you. He was young Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones. And I gotta say, that's kind of a fascinating case because Attack of the Clones is, generally speaking, considered to be the worst of all six of the Star Wars live-action movies. Uh, This is in various ranking polls that you see out there. And yet, the fan response to Daniel Logan is definitely very positive. And it's especially interesting, then, when you contrast it with fan response to Jake Lloyd. Although, I can't say I heard the same level of negative criticism of Daniel Logan's acting job that I heard and that the world heard about Jake Lloyd's acting job as a child actor. In fact, I can't remember any negative response about Daniel Logan's. And maybe it has something to do with him being a proto-villain because he was just cheering on his dad trying to beat up on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe that's a, a lot different kind of situation versus having a uh, a burgeoning good guy who's about to turn into a bad guy but showing no signs of it so maybe that's what the difference is but i'd love to hear what your thoughts are why does daniel logan get uh, so much love compared to jake lloyd chime into the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com and hey wish daniel logan a happy belated birthday on our own behalf if you happen to run into him all right, let's see what's going on in Life on Tweedoween. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. All right, this one comes from Star Wars 1977-1983. That's at Star Wars 7783 on Twitter. And they're saying, bet you wish you looked this good this morning. And they've got a picture of Han Solo standing underneath the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, from the original Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope Now and... <laughs> <laughs> that is one cocky guy, <laughs> for sure. Worth a look at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. All right, let's see what we got in the swag bag today before we get to this episode's Force feature. That's no moon. All right, this is just plain silly. This is a t-shirt for a fake product that, uh, of course, would never have existed in the Star Wars universe in the first place, let alone our universe. Although, i got to say, it sounds like it would be pretty tasty. It's Porkins Crispy Bacon Fries. It's the official t-shirt for Porkins Crispy Bacon Fries. Stay on target for a taste explosion is their motto, and you can check out the t-shirt for it at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. They've also got the 
Porkins, uh, you know, likeness, I guess, but it's more pig-like than Porkins-like. And he's saying, can you handle the flavor? Flavor spelled with a U. Didn't know Porkins was British, but <laughs> that's all right, I guess, since you've learned something new every day. <laughs> and with that, we are going to dive into our force feature. We're continuing our talk about Lords of the Sith this week, and we talked about uh, the book itself on Monday and about Vader and Sidious on their road trip on Tuesday. Now we're looking at the other side of the coin and Cham Syndulla and the Rebels. I've got to say at the outset that I have not watched the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoons deeply enough to have come across the one with Cham Syndulla in it where he is repelling or helping to repel the Separatist forces that have come to Ryloth. But repel them he does and yet he also doesn't want the Republic military there either. And ultimately, of course, the Galactic Empire comes and puts their foot down to start mining on Ryloth, mining spice being used for medicinal and other unsavory purposes and enslaving the local populace and whatnot. And Cham decides that he is going to put all his chips on the table when he finds out that the Emperor and Darth Vader are coming to the system to see what the heck is going on on Ryloth. Now, if you haven't read the novel, then I'm not really going to be spoiling much of anything anyway, because you already know that Vader and the Emperor survive. I mean, they have to. It's not an alternate timeline sort of situation or anything like that. But I think one of the big credits to Paul Kemp writing the novel is that I was so excited to be rooting for Cham and the rest of his team that I was able to suspend my knowledge. It's not suspending disbelief. It's suspending knowledge in order to root for him and hope that they could actually pull this off. I had moments where I literally believe they had a shot in taking Vader and the Emperor down. There's one area of the novel, though, that, you know, I don't want to say I find it lacking, per se, but I find that it creates a desire in me that was unfulfilled, and that was to find out more about his relationship with Hera. Because in the novel, she's barely mentioned. That's, of course, Cham's daughter, who appears in Star Wars Rebels. But... All that's said is that he hasn't seen her in a long time. And from a timeline perspective, A New Dawn, which features Hera prominently and in an active, rebellious role, that takes place three years after Lords of the Sith. So Hera is definitely an adult at the time of Lords of the Sith, and so it just leaves me wondering what's happened to Cham and Hera that they are not in touch anymore. So hopefully that will get revealed sometime down the line in the new canon. Hey, Rebel Rousers. Do you have a dock that you drop your phone into to play podcasts or stream music? I do, and it was supposed to make my life more convenient, but I have to walk over to it every few minutes for phone calls or text messages or to clear out notifications announcing that my troops were finished training in Star Wars Commander. But then we got the cool stream duo, a little device that plugs into the 30-pin adapter on our music player and connects to my phone via Bluetooth. Check it out at coolstreamduo.com. All right, here's your trivia question. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Last time we asked you what caused Luke to shut off his targeting computer while he was in the Death Star Trench, and that was Obi-Wan's voice. Today's question, what creature attacked Luke while he was on Hoth Patrol? Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars 7x7. The Force is my ally, and so are you, when you give Star Wars 7x7 a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It means a lot, especially in helping me be discovered by more heroic people like you. For show notes, swag links, and our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed, go to SW7X7.com. It's not a trap. It's Destiny Unleashed.
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!